out there in the Derbyverse. This is Jackie Power from Power Through the Fourth Whistle and bringing you Derby Thoughts. Derby Thoughts. I've got a new guest today. This is my friend Bella. Bella, hi. say hi. Hi, I'm Bella. Bella, what's your full Derby name? I am Bellatrix Lestrangle. And why is that, Bella? Because I love Harry Potter. Let's talk about Harry Potter for a minute before we get into roller derby because in honor of your visit today, I am wearing my Harry Potter zip-up hoodie. I'm a Gryffindor, but you are not a Gryffindor, Bella. I am not. You are a Slytherin. I am a Slytherin. So we are destined to be mortal enemies. I mean, we can still be friends. I think that's possible because being a Slytherin doesn't mean you're just out and out bad. It means you just have a different approach to things. I like to win. Yeah. You're very smart. You're cunning. And yeah, you'll find creative ways to win. Yes. Yeah. And you are very brave. Oh, thank you. And we're both drinking butter beer. So I think we should toast. Clink. Because <laughs> I made a lot of butter beer at my Halloween party and we had leftovers. It's very delicious. Mm. It is so delicious. It's so creamy. Uh, Maybe I'll share my Pinterest recipe later if anyone is curious. But (laughs) this is a very, very exciting episode because Champs is this weekend! I'm so excited! I can't believe it! It's been like, you know, a whole year since the last time it was Champs. Like almost exactly (laughs) a whole year. Oh my god! I got to go last year. This year, not so much. No, I didn't get to go last year. Or this year. Oh, well. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Let's do it. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, so we're going to do a little rundown of the teams that are involved here. I'm going to just, Bella, your phone. I know, it's not a loud thing. I'm this sorry. is professional. It's very professional. Professional podcasting, Bella. Get with, oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start at the, um, bottom of the seating and rankings with Crime City from Malmo, Sweden, number 10 WFTDA, number nine in flat track stats. They were the busiest team this year. They had 16 sanctioned games. That is really intense compared to what other teams on this list did this year. That's a lot of games. Yeah. Um, So what I've got here in my notes is that they had five pretty close games with Angel City, London, Helsinki, and Santa Cruz. Losses were to Rainy City, Gotham, Helsinki, Angel City, Rose City, Arch Rival. Wins over Stockholm three times. Helsinki two times. Also a team that they lost to earlier. Calio, London, Rat City, Santa Cruz, and Angel City. So there were some teams on this list that, you know, won one, lost one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that, actually. It makes me feel better about my predictions, which I'm sure we'll talk about shortly. Yes, we will. <laughs> and they had an epic playoff weekend with super close games against Santa Cruz and Angel City. So if you are boning up for this weekend and need to know what games to watch, it's those two. Those are the ones. <laughs> So then we're going up to Angel City from Los Angeles, number nine in WFTDA, eight in flat track stats, 12 sanctioned games, also a very busy year. Big losses were to the top four teams that were for most of the season, BRDL, Rose, Gotham, Denver. They had two 14-point games with Crime City, won one and lost one. Isn't that crazy that they were both 14 points exactly? I wish that our scores were like that. That, that's just nuts. That's so crazy. I'm really like, what are the chances? Um, And then they had uh, two 28-point victories over Texas and Rainy City. Again, like the 
two games where they won by exactly 28 points. Yeah, they're all really close. And I, like, what are you doing as a team to to make a 14-point swing, right? Like, you're winning by 14 or losing mm-hmm. by 14. Like, that's, it's good. It's good because, you know, if they have a close game this weekend, they have had this situation many times yeah. this year, and they've probably learned from what works and doesn't work closing in right. on the end of a game. Um, they also had, uh, what else here? 52-point victory over Montreal. Only 69-point victory over Santa Cruz. That was kind of a nail-biter. And 90-plus victories over Bay Area and Dos Por Cuatros. Because I, I totally say that right. <laughs> and then Montreal, number 8 in WFTDA, 10 in Flat Track Stats. Montreal was surprised me this year because in the beginning of the year, they kind of surprised me with how good they were getting like midway through the summer. Mm-hmm. And then I was surprised at their performance at playoffs because I thought it was going to be a lot more dominant than it ended up being. I expected more out of them. Yeah, because June looked so darn good, right? It was like, oh, you guys are on an uptrend. And then, you know, it just shows, it goes to show you, anything can happen. Any two teams, any day, you never really know. And that's that's going to be across the board with a lot of these teams. Yeah, I, I, I did a little research while I was doing my predictions, and and there were some hard decisions for me. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. So, like, the summary of their season was 10 sanctioned games, Big O weekend, three losses. Angel, Archrival, VRDL, nothing to be ashamed of there. No, Those are very good teams. Good teams. Uh, then they hosted La Classique Georgia W. Tush. <laughs> And got wins over Jacksonville, Texas, and Rainy City. Impressive. Yeah, that's pretty all cool. Good teams also lost to Gotham by eighty-seven points in July. I thought that was going to go a little better, but you know, Gotham's still absolutely a tough team. Playoff weekend came in as the second seed, won over Bay Area by sixty-three points. Not as much as you'd expect. No. Um, that was a tough game. Super close, close loss to Jacksonville by seven. Super close win over London by five to get the invite to champs. Those games were nuts. So if you want to watch Montreal play, those close are the two games. games. Yeah. Jacksonville and London. Did you happen to see Montreal versus London? I watched part of it, but I did not watch the entire thing. What did you watch say? the beginning? I feel like I did watch the beginning. What time of the day was it on? Do you recall? Probably uh, afternoon, probably. Um, but the... The interesting thing was the London wasn't prepared to wear the correct ch- color jersey. Oh. And it became like a thing. Like they both showed up in their jerseys and the officials were like, oh, well, you need to have a right. white jersey. White, and and they're that. like, we don't have a white jersey. We have a black jersey and a pink jersey. We've always had a black and a pink jersey. And they're like, didn't you know, like in tournaments, you're this always supposed so to have a white jersey. Cool. So it became weird. So then Montreal was like, well, we've got a buttload of jerseys here. We've got three colors. We'll go put on a different one, and you put on a different one, and we'll be okay. <laughs> Yay! For sportsmanship. Yeah, so I think they put on their black, and London switched to pink or something like that, because uh, otherwise they would both have like a common stripe or something with the pink, I think. Yeah, I think I would have remembered that. I must not have seen the beginning of that. Yeah, the game was like pretty much delayed while every single person on both teams changed their jersey. It was weird. That's like a psychological thing that you don't really want to deal with right before you're about to play a really big game. Well, if you wanted to be a jerk, you could be like, well, you didn't show up in the right color jerseys. We win. It's an intimidation thing. But I think Montreal really was just like, we're really nice. We like you. Let's all change our jerseys. They it's are fine. Canadian. <laughs> Super nice. 
Um, so yeah, that was what I remembered going into that. And uh, yeah, uh, the two big international teams had to one had to kick the other out, and it was so close. Yeah, <laughs> Derby's always very nail biting. Yeah, so I get really excited. Then I've got Texas, number seven in WFTDA and seven in flat track stats. Ten sanctioned games, six wins, four losses. The losses were to Angel City, Montreal, Jacksonville, um, and then a 175-point loss to Arch Rival. Ouch. That was at Sweatfest. Did you see about that None game? Of that. This was the game where Freight Train got expelled for Oh, I saw the discussion of the expulsion afterwards yeah. but I didn't see the game. Yeah, she had like the video and I liked the video explaining it because basically the ref did come over later and say, you know what, I think I made a mistake. It happens. Yeah, it happens. But but wow. Um yeah. those points. Uh and Texas's wins were over Bay Area, Rainy City, and Atlanta. Uh or actually no, it was the Atlanta game. Where Freight Train got expelled. I think she was still there for the other one. Um, and then Rat City, London. Only 17 points over Jacksonville at playoffs. So they lost to Jacksonville by 60 and then beat Jacksonville by 17. Again, good study. Yeah. Things to learn. But the most interesting thing is, like, have you watched Texas play this year? Yes, I love Texas. I have always loved Texas, but who is this team? This is like Freight Train and Friends. It really now, is. There's a lot of... Missing faces and a lot of new faces. And I'm excited about the new faces, but I still have feelings about missing the old faces. I have some feelings about some old faces, too. But it's nice to see Haas the Boss still out there. Yeah. Freight Train is killing it, maybe better than ever. Uh, she's clearly leading the team all over the place. Um, you've got Peace War out there and Stone Her. Uh, we miss Smarty and Jackie Daniels. But uh, there's a lot of new talent yeah, I, I think I'm going to miss Stone Her and Jackie Daniels. They kind of had this thing that I really enjoyed watching. They're blocking Oh, you mean Smarty and Jackie? Uh, no, there was... Stoner's still there. No, 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 but Jackie's gone. Like, yeah. that was one of the oh, things that I missed. Oh, you missed them being together. That, like, yeah, okay. that kind of jit-blocking yeah. relationship where there was some really great things that happened. So that's, that's my personal sad about Texas. Yeah, relationships and feelings. Um... I guess we'll just keep moving on down the list. Okay. Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Florida. Number six in WFTDA. Jumped three places in the newest rankings at the end of September. Number six in flat track stats. It's pretty good. By different math. Yeah. Um, hi, Erin Jackson. Welcome back. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> pretty darn good. Uh, they had 13 sanctioned games this year. Big wins over Team United, Blue Ridge, Tampa, Detroit, Sun State, Rainy City. 60 to 80 point wins over Bay Area and Atlanta. Lost to Gotham by over 100 points. Beat Texas by 60 in June. Loses by 17 in September. Lost to Montreal by 88 points in June. Won by 7 in September. So, wow. Yeah, again, like the losses that they took were very reputable teams. Like, those are nothing to be sad about. Yeah. And I miss Krispy Kreme her because uh, she's a lovely skater. But the jammy rotation they have now, pretty good. Yeah, they're going to do okay, I think. <laughs> I think they're okay at roller derby. All right, so now we're getting into the top five here. And this is where it's crazy because there is 
an epic amount of talent in the top five. Because I'm going to start here with Denver, that is now number five in the WFTDA. I did not know that this had changed. Number five in flat track stats. They only had seven sanctioned games this year. They did not have to play as much because they were number four. They didn't have to go to these other games. When you're the boss, you don't have to play, I guess. Yeah. Um, But these stats, two losses to Rose City, two losses to Victoria, big wins over Angel and Bay Area, squeaked by with a 25-point win over Arch Rival. Now, at Champs last year, Denver lost to Victoria by 232 points. Only 64 points at the Big O. And then at Thin Air Throwdown that they hosted only by 14 points. This is the closest game Victoria's had in a long time. That's really impressive gap closing. And none of us got to see it. Because they didn't stream any of these games. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? <laughs> if, uh, they were like... Sorry, not sorry, pretty much all weekend about it. And they were trying to do some live tweeting. And then uh, this nice person, I believe a coach for one of the other teams at this tournament, was like streaming one of the games. And then I even saw the Apex like posted in their article, like their recap, like, hey, if you missed it, this nice person recorded it. Now you can watch. And I go to click on it. The video is no longer available. What's that about? feel like they were asked to take it down. Probably. Mm, I want to watch a good derby so much. I'd like to. I really want to know what happened in these games. Okay. So that's my frustration over that. Um, we, we will talk more about Thin Air Throwdown because the two other teams that were there are ahead of us here. But first, Arch Rival. Number four in WFTDA. Switch places with Denver. Number four in Flat Track Stats. Oh my God, Arch Rival has had a year. I mean, they've had a few years now. Yeah, they've been kind of on the move. This is so exciting. It's good for them. This is the team I am most excited about because they are just so up and up right now. And I, I love to see Brick Tater. Yeah. I do love Brick Tater. <gasps> okay, so 10 sanctioned games, big wins over Montreal, Bay Area, Atlanta, Texas, Philly, Rainy City, and Crime City. At Big O in May, they lost to Rose City by 114 points, but only 54 points to VRDL. And then that close loss to Denver by 25 points in June. And then everything else was like, you know, win, win, win. It was a good year. Uh, Gotham, number three in WFTDA and Flat Track Stats. Only seven sanctioned games. All large wins over Jacksonville, Tampa, Crime City, Angel City, Montreal, and London. And one significant two-point loss to Rose City. Did you see that game? No. Okay, that is available online. Okay, I'm going to You should watch, watch that game. It was, uh, what was the name of the event? It's an event that Rose City puts on, and I'm blanking out on the name it's... of it right now. Something. Oh. It's hometown no. throwdown, showdown. I think so. Is that what it is? Maybe? I'll look that up. You keep okay. talking. So... That was a heck of a game, and it was amazing because it's always cool to see how players adjust when they go up against a team they've transferred from. And Bonnie knows Gotham, and Gotham is so good, and Gotham knows Bonnie, but she's like, I'm going to go out there and win this game now, and that's what happened. You gotta love Bonnie Thunders. I do. I actually got her Rose City jersey last year when they sold jerseys. 
I'm a fan. I kind of enjoy her. I like to watch her play. I like her. She's long. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we should just go ahead and, and talk about Let's Rose then, because uh, that's where Bonnie is playing now. Number two in WFTDA and Flat Track Stats, Rose had eight games this year, lost one by only 44 points to VRDL at Thin Air Throwdown. That's where the throwdown was. It, maybe it's a hometown showdown for the other one. Does that sound yeah, like a thing? It sounds like a thing. Some of these names. Okay. Their, uh, close, Rose's closest game was a win by two points over Gotham, thanks to Bonnie. All the others were 74 points or more over Arch Rival, Denver, Angel City, Crime, Rat City, and Denver again. And Rose declined the chance to play VRDL at the Big O. They wanted to save it for later. So and what if they got up their sleeves? Well, it worked out pretty good because the game they did have, they lost by only 44 points. So they are closing the gap because they actually uh, lost by more at Champs last year. I think it was 79 points. And uh, they've had some leadership and roster turnover, especially in the blocking core. But I, this is like a direct quote from an article I read. This team still has the deadliest jammer rotation in WFTDA, and they train to expect to win. I can't argue with that. All right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good group. Then you got VRDL, Melbourne, Australia, number one in all the things. And before Spin Air Throwdown, they had a 15 game winning streak of sanctioned games. Uh, so then add a few more. Um, oh, in. 2018, they only played seven sanctioned games overall, though. Big victories over Angel City and Montreal. Closer games against Arch Rival, 54 points. Rose, 44 points. Denver, 64 points. And 14 points. Beat Rose by 79 points last year to win the Hydra. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of new skaters. There's only 10 skaters from last year's charter. And 10 new skaters. Uh, some new additions are some transfers, like Team Australia skaters and B call-ups. Jambi, who used to be on Sun State, is on VRDL now. Okay. So this will be the first time we get to watch her play right. on VRDL because they didn't stream those games. And um, also got Modern Warfare from Western Australia, Chop Chop from Sun State, Ella Edwards, a.k.a. Princess Twinkle Toes. Jesse Henry, Victoria beat her, Pi Curious, Anna Condor, well, I think she's been there for a minute, and Slamazon, formerly Convict City in Team Australia, and Slappuccino. Slappuccino. Yeah. I wonder if she's friends with Java Junkie. They should become friends. They should. So uh, there's somebody here you need to meet. Okay. So that's everything. Okay. That's everything before this weekend. Leading up to this moment. To this moment. So now is the big moment. The brackets. I have not filled mine in at all. You have filled yours in have and you have some in. thoughts. I do have some thoughts. I am very this. excited to hear your thoughts and um, we will see how they influence my thoughts. Um, I'm having like feelings because I don't want anyone to lose. I like all <laughs> of the teams that are involved. I have a hard yeah. time with this. Yeah. Sadly, there can be only one winner. There must be only one. But isn't every day you get to play roller derby a win, I guess? Yeah, you're still playing. Yeah. Okay. 
So game one, game Friday, one. 10 a.m. That is Eastern Standard Time, right? I believe it to be. Okay, good. Friday, 10 a.m. Crime City versus Montreal. Yeah. <sighs> I do have thoughts about this one. Tell me your thoughts first, and then I'll so think my thoughts. I looked at kind of records and, and them playing each other. And the last time they played, Crime had a four-point loss. It was 129 to 133. And so it was, I didn't look super far back, but the last time they'd played each other, it was a significantly different score. Like, they had lost by a lot more. So I'm thinking that you go into this bracket, you look at your next game, and the next game is Rose City, right? You make it through this first bracket, your next game is Rose City. And you want to win that, but you're really training for this game. Yeah, because um, as much as we would love to see these teams that are um, in the bottom four, because this is only a 10-team tournament, as much as we would love to see any one of them break out and get into the top four somehow, I don't feel like they're going to get past these some of these teams. Yeah, and that was my thought. And so I think... You know, if you're training and you're coming to New Orleans and you're maybe going to get to play one or two games, you train really hard so that you can make the most of that first game mm -hmm. and get as far as you can. And so Crime City has played Montreal before. I think they've studied, right? They're getting ready for this and they want to know how to take advantage of Montreal's strengths and weaknesses and... They're coming a really, really long way to possibly only play one game. I think they want it more. I I love both of these teams so much. I do um, too. I am a big fan of Curly Whore, captain of Crime City. She clearly proved in um, those games at playoffs that, like, once again, like, she's done it before and she, she does it again. Like, if she, if she wants to win, she is like the beacon of hope for her team. She starts gaining momentum, and then everyone on the team believes, yes. and then they somehow pull it out. So they can absolutely win this if they want it enough. On the other hand, you've got Montreal, and there are also some shining beacons on that team in the form of Miracle Whips and Falcon Punch and some others. Um, I think Montreal is more likely to get down on themselves a little bit based on what happened that particular weekend. Like, I felt like they didn't play as well as they could have at playoffs. Um, I expected them to be a lot more confident. And they let other teams take advantage of them. They they had to always come back from behind. Yes. Even when they should have been ahead. So do you think that that lights a fire to make them want this more? Or do you think that that's negative thoughts in their head now and it's going to influence how they play this weekend? I think it exposes a weakness in their mindset. But this is a team that absolutely works on any weaknesses they have. So I feel like they have to have learned from that. And they have to be coming in a lot better. I am... I'm really torn because I think this is going to be a really close game. I think this is going to be a heck of a nail-biter to start the weekend. I'm so excited. Um, but I really want to pick Montreal because I want them <laughs> I want them to learn from what happened. From and I, Yeah, I want them to come back. Yes. Because, I mean, especially that one game, Miracle Whips could have won but didn't know. And there was that mistaken call-off. Yeah. A communi bleh, communication error, whatever it was. Um, 
So I'm going to write in Montreal okay. because I want them to have a personal win over themselves. Not just Crime City, just over themselves. Right. I'm, I can be good with that. But man, do I want Curly Hair to make it close. I, I feel like no matter who wins that game, it's going to be a really close game. Oh, and so I do. Fun. I love both of those teams. They have mm -hmm. a lot of skill and a lot of, like, I would love to see them start to move up. Mm -hmm. Because I'm such a big fan of both those teams. Yay. All right. So the next game at noon on Friday is going to be Angel City Derby versus Jacksonville Roller Derby. Now, last year, Jacksonville didn't have all their tools in their toolbox because a very important tool was in the Olympics being particularly awesome. That tool is back. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, and Angel City, they've had some turnover their jamming rotation is very different from last year, and it's it's changed throughout the season. Like the jammers they had at the Big O are different from the ones they had at um, the Rose City hosted tournament. That's name I can't think of. That might have been a hometown it something. Was hoedown. Hoedown. I think so. I looked it up, and okay. I didn't want to interrupt because you were saying words. It was. Well, if you have to pull it up again, like we can just let it go. It's good. I, <laughs> no, I had it. It was at that it's event. Right it is. Hometown Throwdown. Oh, so both so things are a throwdown. There's throw a thinner throwdown and a hometown throwdown. We can throw everything now. We're going to have it's a throwdown. <laughs> throw it all down. So, yeah, in the beginning of the season, they still had Darby Dagger. And yes. then by uh, mid-year, she was gone. And clearly, like, Pearl Jam is there. Rachel Rotten has stepped into the jamming role. Yeah. They have a block lobster that's been jamming sometimes. And they had another a cute name who was at that tournament at, in Rose City. And I don't think she was at playoffs. So once again, like things keep changing. Like working out um, the kinks. West, a really good player that has jammed for them. And again, like just things. Maybe some people couldn't make travel. Yeah. Because I think that one was the one that was overseas. So yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see who shows up from Angel City. Then, based on all the changes throughout the season, it might have been travel related. It might have right. just been availability. But. At the end of the day, who do you think's winning this? Uh, I picked Jackson. I am with you because Angel City, I love this team. I loved it a lot more when it had Satan's Little Helper. I, that's, that's in my notes, too. I miss Satan's Little Helper. I miss Lacey Knight. Yes, like and her some, shoulders. Yeah, she's she's so she's strong. She's fitness goals for me. Yeah. Um, so I miss some of those players. Like They had a killer jamming rotation for years, and it just made me fall in love with that team. And now it's one of those... Things where I still love you guys, but you don't have the faces that made me fall in love with you. So it's a little harder. I'm adjusting to your new faces. And Jacksonville just looks ready to kill everyone. And, and Angel City, I felt like they just made it through in yeah. this playoffs. I don't think they dominated at all. I think they, I think it was awesome that they were able to get the invite. Yep. And I think that was all they could expect. Yeah, and with their turnover and with Jacksonville being solid and having everybody there and ready to play, I think that's mm -hmm. it's kind of got to go that way. I think Angel City has a much better chance to have a stronger year again next year because they'll have more experience with the new players they right. have. Okay, so that takes us to Friday at 2 p.m. Texas versus Gotham. We haven't seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> I want Texas to win so badly because I love Texas, but I really just don't feel like it's in the cards. It's one of those ones where you kind of got to break in. Uh-huh. And that top four is just so much to... I, I think, you know, Texas has been trying for years to beat Gotham. 
I don't think it's happening this year either. Because I honestly, I originally had them not picked to go as high as they did. Like, I didn't think that they were going to finish as the number one seed in that playoff. I didn't think they were going to be able to hold on to that. And they proved me wrong. So they could prove me wrong again, but not against Gotham. No. I don't, I love Freight Train. I love these skaters, but it's going to be Gotham. They just look too darn good. And they had that awesome game against Rose City. So they can still hang. Yeah. They're... Their ranking is earned. It's still there. Like, they still have people to do it. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, this is the game that's going to break my freaking heart. Game four, Friday at 4 p.m., is Arch Rival versus Denver. Like, when I saw this, I'm throwing down my pen in disgust right now. When I saw that they had to play each other, I was very hurt in my heart because these are the two teams that I feel like are most likely to break into the top three somehow and get a win over one of these teams. But they have to they have to Through eliminate each other. Each other. Right. I really wish they weren't playing each other. Come on. Brackets are terrible. So I hate this. I I want them both to go on and this sucks. <laughs> That's what I think of it. <laughs> I don't Dear want, Wifta. Please change this because it's not fair. I don't want to pick. Okay, what did you pick? <laughs> so this one I spent a lot of time thinking about and I as amazing as Arch has been, I still think Denver has it. I know Denver can be awesome, but man, I want Arch to win. So even though I might be wrong about this, like I'm going with Arch because I've been like one of their number one fans all year long, and I just I'd love for them to beat Denver. I don't know that they can go any further with it though, and Denver has a better chance of beating these other teams. So your chance, your choice is smarter than mine. Um, you are choosing with your brain, and I'm choosing with my heart, um, which is a very derailia thing to do. Uh, we miss you, D. Uh, yes, she do. was not available to come record today. <laughs> oh. So, that's Friday. Oh, there's still more games on Friday. Oh, okay, well, these ones will be easier. Montreal versus Rose at 6 p.m.? Montreal versus... Oh, I like picked I'm... crime. So, either way, Okay, well, either Rose way, wins. Rose is winning this one. <laughs> Jacksonville versus VRDL. VRDL is going to win. But it's going to be fun to watch because I don't think they've ever played each other. Have they? I don't think so. This could be new and fun and different. A lot of these other teams have played each other and within the calendar year. Maybe Jacksonville has, uh, you know, VRDL's kryptonite and they're going to win the Hydra this year. (laughs) I don't believe that. That would be so exciting and bracket busting. (laughs) All right. So that gets us through Friday, and now we are on Saturday, and it looks like Saturday starts with some some sad consolation games. Okay. Yeah. Loser of game one, I thought was crime, you think is Montreal, and loser of game two, we both agreed would be Angel. Yeah, and this one was hard for Oh my too. gosh! It could be a rematch of crime and Angel again! Which one will win by 14 points? Because that's all they can have. That's all they get. (laughs) No more points for you. (laughs) I, well, I did my math based on Montreal and Angel, but Uh Prime and Montreal were very similarly matched, I think. So I think either way, I still give it to Angel City. So Angel beats Montreal or Crime? Well, I for sure have Angel beating Montreal. Okay. Crime. 
Well, because, well, so here I guess if, if my logic is that crime is winning that bracket, then I might have to rethink and say that crime beats Angel City if mm-hmm. it comes to that. But given my current bracket status, I think Angel City beats Montreal. I feel like um, the loser comes back with more vengeance. So I think that um, Angel gets this one over crime or Montreal. So I think against crime, they're going to get it because it's their turn. And so they're, they've got more feelings. Okay. So, you know, it's always the team with more feelings. They so that's come a more heart ready to win. and a brain answer. Yeah. I'm like really thinking about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Saturday at 2 p.m., loser of game three. We agreed was Texas. Loser of game four. We disagreed. Yeah, um, I picked Texas and you picked Denver. Yeah. I'm, yeah, so I'm writing in those. I think either way, Denver or Arch beats Texas. But, yeah, I picked Arch for that, and I would have to agree. Sorry, Sorry Texas. Sorry, Texas. <laughs> I don't feel like you're winning in this playoff, but we love you. Like I already told you I was wearing a Harry Potter hoodie. Bella's wearing a Texas Roller Girls t-shirt. She is you know, sporting her fandom right now. I was going to wear a Texas hoodie today, but I didn't want to mess it up because I had to go work in a barn. Um <laughs> Wait, but Harry Potter's okay? I'm offended. Well, I had a different jacket over it as well, but I needed a fitted hoodie. Anyway, um, <laughs> Saturday at 4 p.m., loser of game five. Game five, game five. Game five. I'm totally filling this out. Bra- okay, Montreal, or in your case, crime? No, I think I'm going the wrong way. What am I looking at here? I have Jacksonville or crime. Okay, so yes. Jacksonville or Montreal, I yeah. guess you would have. Yeah, Okay. That's what happens when we have different things. Mm-hmm. So either way, I well, I don't know. Gosh, it's I think it's gonna be close no matter what. I think so too. Mmm. Feelings. Okay. Um uh, I think um I think Jacksonville maybe wants it more. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Jacksonville. What do you I think? I think Jacksonville. Okay. And I think, again, because crime in Montreal are so, going to be so close in my head that that's, mm-hmm. that's... I think it's going to be a great flipping game, whoever is playing, but I think Jacksonville is mentally tough enough to come back from the loss the day before and be more ready to win than the other team, whoever it is. Because both of... Because both Crime City and Montreal are totally able to fall behind when they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think they can take advantage. Okay, that brings us to game 10, Rose versus Gotham. I've never seen this one before. <laughs> okay, so you <sighs> talked about I think that Rose won by only two points in their last game. Yep, at a game they were hosting. Yeah, and I, because of that, I picked Gotham. It's very possible. It's, it is, like, if there was going to be a team pulling off an upset, it would be Gotham. But I feel like Rose always comes in their best shape. For this? At, at, this, at champs. But so they lost on purpose. Mm. <laughs> I don't think they lost but, on purpose, but... But Rose, in the past, 
had Scald Eagle, and whenever they were struggling mentally, it seemed like it was her momentum that they could all build off of. I mean, obviously, Lauren Much does too, but I think I think Eagle was a big part of that. And Bonnie is amazing, but I don't think she does it the same way. She does it a different way. Yeah. Um, like I felt like Scald Eagle took the whole team with her. And I think Bonnie just goes out there and is kind of like, I am the team right now. <laughs> I will handle all of the things. Like, so you can admire the things she's doing, but I'm not sure if they feel a part of it. <laughs> is yeah. that a weird thing to say? Mm. I don't know. I feel like, I just feel like there's a distinction. I think yeah. she's, she's trying harder to be a little bit more like. Come with me. Yeah. And it's just, she has facials that are very, you know, resting, serious face. Yes. And Eagle, you can tell everything she's thinking. So that's probably a lot of what I'm getting it from is yeah. just facials. Um, I think, I think Rose is going again. I think Rose is okay. going for another round here. Mm. Gosh, I, I think we're going to have another. Here we go. Game 11. Arch Rival or Denver versus Victoria. You've got Denver. Do you think Denver wins? Because that would be really exciting. I wish Denver could win. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I feel and... like Victoria has so many good things in place right now. Bella's phone's vibrating. I don't know why. Okay. Sorry. I, I would love Arch to win so bad, but because they're on the side of the bracket, I don't think they get to go any further. However, if they had had an opportunity to play against Gotham, that would have been really exciting. That Denver or Arch against Gotham, I feel like then they could have gotten into the final if they had just if it had just worked out that way instead. But again, brackets are terrible. Yeah, I mean, I do admit I rejoiced a little bit when we weren't going to automatically get like Gotham versus Rose in the final last year. I'm like, okay, no matter what, only one of them can go and we won't get right. the same game. But now we're getting the same different game, which is Rose versus Victoria. And I love these teams. They're very good teams. But I do tire of seeing the same teams in the top each year. I like to see change up. Yes. Makes it feel possible for the little guys. Yeah. All right. So we think that... Okay, so that takes us to Game 12. The semifinal is going to be... In our opinion, oh, but you you picked Gotham. I picked Gotham. So you think Gotham versus Victoria? Yeah. And I think Rose versus Victoria. So the semifinal game for me is Gotham and Arch Rival. Ooh. <laughs> and for you is Rose and Denver. Yeah. Oh my god, that would we be have cool. Completely different games. Completely different. Alright, so um I'm gonna in my imaginary um game, I'm gonna pick our tribal to win over Gotham, because that would be super cool. Who who do you pick in your imaginary game? In my imaginary <laughs> game, Rose beats Denver. That seems likely. Okay. So in the final, I've got on uh, Sunday, 4 p.m., Rose versus VRDL. And I think it's going to be VRDL. <laughs> and I have Gotham, and I still think it's going to be VRDL. Okay, so we both agree on who's going home with the Hydra, no matter who they face. Yes. So, 
there goes champs for another year. I feel like it's already over because we just called all the games. <laughs> it's just starting. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a heck of a weekend. I am mostly excited about the games on Friday. Me too. Because <laughs> after it's like all downhill from there, right? It really <laughs> is. Because you kind of already know what might happen. Yeah. As evidenced by the fact that we picked the same winner with completely different brackets. You know what it's like? It's like when you're a kid and it's Christmas morning and you come down the stairs and there's all these beautifully wrapped gifts and you're like, oh, anything could be inside them. And then slowly you're unwrapping them and then there's like less and less things. <laughs> After a while you're like, okay, this last gift can only be this or this and I still haven't gotten my roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks. And then you're like, oh, I have to wait another year. I was really hoping for a boom box, you know. Or whatever you wanted when you were a kid. <laughs> All of those things. Oh. So, yeah. Um, it's almost a little depressing that we're almost to the end of, of playoff season. Because it's something I look forward to so much every year. <laughs> I really enjoy the whole thing. I... I told you, I purchased my watch pass, and mm -hmm. I did not watch all of my games, so I'm going to have to figure out how to make this happen while You need to take Thursday off. <laughs> <laughs> take Thursday off and watch the games you missed. <laughs> I think that probably will not be approved, but Or enough hours. <laughs> or just not sleep, maybe, between now and then. Right, right, yeah. Or we oh. can cancel practice and have a watch party of the games I missed. There you go. Then I don't have to like plan an off skates workout. <laughs> off -skates. No, no, no. We're, We're doing it the game. <gasps> you know I love off skates while watching derby. Let's do it. We'll do a derby watching workout and it'll be the best thing ever. You should all come and play with us. You got to plank for timeouts and then you got to do 10 push-ups for every jammer penalty and behave then yourselves. You do you have to do um 20 of one type of squat for one team getting lead and 20 of another type of squat for the other team getting lead. And these are the rules, um, everyone out there. That's how you So pick do a game that. and do yeah. it. And then you do crunches for one team's points and sit-ups for the other team's points. Or you can change any of these things, but this is just the most basic thing I like to go with so that it doesn't get too confusing. Okay. We'll just have a chart so that everyone can see. Yeah, you have to do little chicken scratches as you go so that you can know at the end, oh, I did 800 squats. Because that's like totally real. That's pretty much how it works out. It is. <laughs> I have a one that I do, but it's cardio. It oh, yeah? It involves a treadmill. Oh, do you just get on the treadmill while you're watching? I do. I get on the treadmill while I'm watching, and then when there is a timeout, mm -hmm. I walk like mm. two miles an hour. Because it has settings, right? I can mm -hmm. adjust the speed. And then during um, the jam, I run six miles an hour. Oh, oh, wait. During regular timeouts, like the 30 seconds between, uh -huh. I do four miles an hour. Okay, so you just take it down a little bit. Yep, and then when it's like a timeout or an official review or any other clock stoppage, I do two miles an hour. Because when mm -hmm. you play roller derby, you cool off when you have a really long break like that. So That's really like smart. Sense. I like Sometimes that. I have to run really fast for two minutes, and sometimes I only have to go <laughs> for like 32 seconds. Nice. So depending on how the gameplay is going, you get a completely different workout. I've done a slightly different version for when I've wanted to do a cardio um, derby watching workout where I will alternate um, high knees mm -hmm. for one jam, like the whole time it's on, and then uh, skater jumps 
for the next jam. That's also very good. And you can yeah. do it in a, like any space without equipment. Yeah, nice. yeah. And so I'm like, I'm just going to do high knees till you're done. Oh, God, it's a two-minute jam. Hurry up and call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> so if Traverse City Roller Derby is listening right now, prepare mm-hmm. yourselves for skater watch workout. Yeah, that would be really sweet. I'm like totally on board with this idea. Okay. I think it's going to be useful. It will. Yeah. And then they can have it as a lesson to do at home whenever they feel like it. Yeah, lesson plan. You're a teacher. I am. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've kept you guys long enough as it's been almost 45 minutes. Holy moly. Thank you for listening to our rambles. And send us your bracket predictions. If you have any questions, predictions, feedback you would like to send, please go ahead and uh, email powerforthwhistle at gmail.com or, you know, come talk to me on Facebook. I'm there. It'll be fine. And... So, we have been talking about derby and thinking derby thoughts. Pew, pew! Dude, if you're still here, we're on Apple Podcasts now. Oh, my God. Please go and subscribe and leave me a five-star review so people can find our flipping podcast. Okay, bye. Hey there, friends. Want to know how you can support the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby podcast and look super cool doing it? Our store has a bunch of roller derby designs that can be put on all kinds of super soft, high quality t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, notebooks, mugs, stickers, blankets, and more at Threadless. Whether you love cartoon animals on roller skates, like our Apex Predator T-Rex or Jamma Llama, to messages like Roller Derby Strong and My Mom Plays Roller Derby, there's really something for everybody. Visit powerforthwhistle.threadless.com that's p-o-w-e-r the number four t-h-w-h-i-s-t-l-e dot threadless.com thank you for your support and back to our show